Ira Glass is my favorite person to listen to. I love the way he tells stories, and I'd like him to tell this story, although he couldn't pretend to be me exactly. When I came to the United States, I was so eager to learn English that I kind of forgot to speak Spanish. To be able to go back and to tell your story in your own voice, it really is a personal signature, if you will. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet educator, RN, and poet Joy Scott, DACA dreamer and teacher Areli Morales, and author and illustrator Vanessa Brantley-Newton. Listen in as each of these authors describes the inspiration behind their children's books and why it's important to share stories to inspire and engage all children. Enjoy! Hi, this is Joyce Scott, author of Unbound, The Life and Art of Judith Scott. I wrote my book because of my life with my twin sister, Judith Scott, because of the life we shared and because of the person she became and the artist she became. I was inspired by my sister and by her life and by her art and by wanting to have children know about it and have children know about the gifts and possibilities and creativity that exist in everyone and to understand that people who are seen as limited often are just extraordinarily gifted. And that was true of my sister and also true of many of the people at Creative Growth Arts Center where she did her work. So she was my inspiration and Creative Growth was my inspiration and wanting to reach children was my other inspiration. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I think that word would be gratitude, because I just feel so grateful that this is happening and that people will be able to learn more about Judy and people with Down syndrome and people with differences and the importance of art in their lives. And this gives me a voice that I would never have. So I'm very grateful. I'm proud that I was able to bring my emotions to this story. No one is more connected or more important to me in my life than Judy. And to give a voice to that story and to feel it as I shared it with you has been really wonderful. I think the story of when Judy went to Creative Growth Arts Center, of starting from not even being willing to touch any of the materials that were given to her, and then to be able to have listeners know what happened to Judy, how once she discovered her own way of creating things and started making sculptures, and what a quirky, funny person she was. I love being able to share that. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast, I mean, it sounds sort of ridiculous, but Ira Glass is my favorite person to listen to. I listen to his podcast a lot when I'm falling asleep. I love the way he tells stories, and I'd like him to tell this story, although he couldn't pretend to be me exactly, but I still would love him. The last great audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Inheritance by Danny Shapiro. 
And there also is a deep connection that I have to that story. I just discovered three years ago that our father who raised us was not our biological father, and I'd never known that, and that I discovered this other father and this other family, and it's just been an incredible thing. So I felt very attached to her story. I like to walk around UC Berkeley campus a lot, and I'm often listening to audiobooks, and then I listen to them when I'm going to bed, and also doing something mindless like washing the dishes. So there's a lot of places I love to listen to them. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. One day, I wake up and reach for my sister, but she is gone. I look for her everywhere. Daddy is gone, too. I find Mommy in the kitchen, sitting alone. She tells me, Judy's gone away. Daddy took her to a special school where she'll live now. The teachers there will help her learn to talk. That night, Daddy returns. I hide in the hall and listen as he tells Mommy how hard it was to leave Judy. I know how sad Judy must have been, because now I feel sad, too. Hi, this is Areli Morales, author of Areli is a Dreamer. I wrote my book because I wanted a younger audience to fully understand what it's like to be an undocumented immigrant here in the United States. I want to inspire other children to tell their own stories because their stories matter. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be emotional. It has been an emotional journey writing this story and finally seeing it come together. I realized that I had trouble pronouncing a lot of the Spanish words. This is because when I came to the United States, I was so eager to learn English that I kind of forgot to speak Spanish. And so I'm slowly learning to speak Spanish, and it's a good experience to be able to learn from experts like Jorge Reyes. I'm proud that I was able to actually read the whole story in Spanish. I didn't intend for the book to be in Spanish, but... I'm proud of myself that I was able to read the whole thing, and I'm excited for my family, especially my grandma and my mom and my dad, who don't necessarily speak English very well, for them to hear my story be read by me. So I'm proud of that. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast, and my boyfriend's going to laugh because this is his favorite actress. So I think maybe I would have like Salma Hayek read my book because she can do both. She can read it in English and she can read it in Spanish as well. And I admire her as an actress. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. At Abuela's house, Saturdays were filled with family and sunshine. Areli was good at playing al escondite and even better at chasing chickens. She could outrun her big brother Alex and their primas. When evening came, she sat around a noisy table and ate mounds of tortillas and pollo con frijoles for supper, her favorite. 
But Sundays were different. On Sundays, Areli and Alex sat in the stuffy living room, waiting and waiting for the phone to ring. Hi, this is Vanessa Brantley-Newton, and I am the author of three picture books, Grandma's Purse, Becoming Vanessa, and Just Like Me. I wrote Grandma's Purse because I have such a great love for my grandmother. Her name was Bertha, and Bertha was one of the most hilarious people I think I've ever met in my whole entire life. She was a fisher woman, and that was her job in Beaufort, South Carolina. She would literally dress in these long-waisted rubber pants, and then she would have on these flowery shirts, and she would have on all of her jewelry out of her jewelry box. Her earrings, which we call in low country gullah, would be called yabobs. So she would have on her yabobs, and she would have on a hat, and she would have on her purse. And this is how she would go fishing. It just seemed like it would be cumbersome, but everybody knew her as such a colorful character. Going through her purse was something very, very adventurous for me when I was a kid. She wore Cody lipstick. It was a bright orange. Literally, it took like three days to get it off my face. And I loved her for allowing me to have that moment. And going through her purse was just really going through treasure. So I really was inspired to create that book because I know children have this desire to find out sometimes what's in grandma's purse or what's in mommy's purse. If I had to describe what recording my audiobook was like, it was important. It was important for me to do this audiobook and to have a voice recorded because I think we take too lightly the power of a person's voice and a person's voice telling a story. When I was a little kid, my mom passed. And one of the things that I really, really loved was listening to her preach, going back over cassette tapes and listening to her voice. It was as if she was there and you could feel the energy from it. It just meant everything. And I think as a writer, to be able to go back and to tell your story in your own voice, the intonation of your voice, how it sounds, how it carries, is everything. It really is a personal signature, if you will, on your project, on your book to say, this is the energy that I put into telling the story because everybody's going to read your story a different way. So when you share your story as a writer in an audio book, it is your stamp. I realized I had trouble pronouncing caterpillar. <laughs> you know, we take real common words that we hear all the time and we take them very, very lightly. I've been doing voiceovers for a long time and it's okay in certain instances to say certain things and certain directors will allow me to kind of use my broken English or whatever. But then there are times when you have to enunciate, pronunciate and say things in a proper way. And it can be frustrating or it can be a new value on words. And so this is really so much fun. And troubleshooting it with the director was fantastic. And the sound person was even more fantastic. It was just great to have that around me while I was doing this project. It was awesome. 
My dream narrator would probably be Maya Angelou, who is no longer here. I just love the rhythm and the sound of her voice. So very, very comforting to me. I enjoyed her so much. The other, I think, if I had one more person to pick, would be Angela Bassett. I listen to audiobooks all the time. And one of my favorite books by far is called The Snowy Day by Ezra Jack Keats. And I went and I purchased it. And I love, love listening. It relaxes me. I literally feel my blood pressure go down like almost 10 notches because I love the sound of the person reading the book. Everybody should have The Snowy Day just read to them at some point. It's amazing. First of all, I do love listening to audio books in my car. That's the best place to listen. The other is in my office when I'm painting. It is like music to me. I tell people often that music is the other paint on my palette that I use to create with. And so hearing stories while I'm creating actually gives me almost a visual type of paint to add texture and different things, especially when they're really, really told, like acting. It is amazing to me. So I listen all the time. I listen sometimes when I shouldn't be listening. <laughs> Bad conversations. I just turn it on and just, okay. They can't see that I'm listening. I don't have on big headphones, so I'm good. <laughs> and now, please enjoy a clip from my audiobook. Mom pulled at Vanessa's hair as she got it ready for the first day of school. Mom was excited, and Vanessa could tell she wanted her to be excited, too. Vanessa wasn't so sure. What if the other kids don't like me? Over breakfast, Dad told Vanessa not to worry. I know you're nervous now, but you'll come home bursting with stories to tell us. I can't wait to hear all about your new classroom and teacher and friends. How could they not like a special girl like you? But how will they know I'm special? This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.